Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer. You know what time it is. It is Spiritual Empowerment, Living with Tia, podcast time. (laughs) So welcome again. Uh, This is hump day, you know, hump day Wednesday. And what I find so interesting about this is that really no matter what day in the week, I love that I could find something to be grateful for or just something that brings me back. You know, it's so easy for people to take us out of our zone but as long as we gear up you know do our mind prepping in the morning and stuff like that we can almost instantly bring ourselves back into our our center so I just want to just send that out there because I know that especially for me the months of January and February are just blah can we just fast forward to the spring and you know flowers blooming trees (laughs) having green leaves and all that so you know just just a little 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 pick-me-upper there all right so what's a life audit and why you need to do it now I brought up life audit that term a little while ago and people seemed to like it and and people were just saying man yeah you know I, I should do that so I figured why not bring it to the episode the podcast rather and make it an episode so you know as I've been saying in the previous episodes doing some housekeeping <laughs> if you have not checked out this week's blog post please do so I know I talked about it because Earlier in the week, we had a special Ask Tia Part 1 episode that went out Monday uh, where I talked about the uh, the blog post, the pressures of being spiritual, you know, how to disconnect and just be you. So make sure you check it out. Go to blog.tmariejohnson.com and, and uh, get your uh, disconnecting and just being you on just a reminder to make sure that you are okay with just being you, you know, living life according to you. And of course, you know, I had the master classes there for you. So head over to tmariejohnson.com forward slash shop. I have the confidence lab, the uh, personal growth masterclass, the spiritual warrior masterclass, and the spiritual entrepreneur masterclass. So the confidence lab is there to help us have at least a baseline of confidence and then also helping us to elevate and maintain our confidence, all right, once we are able to up the ante with that, all right. So I have an 11-page workbook for you guys that accompanies that class uh, for the Personal Growth Masterclass that's to help us live an abundant, unapologetic life. So I'll help you in ways like having the pillar conversations you need on a personal level with yourself, implementing self-care practices, developing your credo, and establishing your non-negotiables, 
with the Spiritual Warrior Masterclass. That's to help us uh, hone in on our natural abilities and stand in our spiritual power. So I help you to understand the language of spirit, tap in and hone into your spiritual gifts, okay? Defining ways to live your truth and develop your inner peace, help you to build strong foundations to better handle stress and emotions. And with the Spiritual Entrepreneur Masterclass, this is for spiritual entrepreneurs who want to align their goals and implement strategies to consistently grow their business. So I'll help you with embracing the art of possibilities, develop growth strategies, implement the smart process, help you with branding techniques, and help you to work on effective networking techniques and so much more. All right. So I also have uh, um, a uh, downloadable for you, a checklist. So make sure you stay tuned for that link. All right. So what's a life audit? Okay. And, you know, what does that mean for you? Why should you do it now? Well, a life audit is the opportunity to you for you to look at your life and figure out things like what's working, what's not working, uh, how are you treating yourself. So it's looking at quality of life. It's looking at whether or not you're displaying gratitude. We're going to touch on all these. Uh, help you to understand what area needs improvement. So this is not about being super critical critical and harsh on on our on ourselves. This is a time where we can really be honest and and just say, you know what? Pump the brakes. I need to stop or hey, I didn't realize that I was doing this that this was a thing. So this is a great time, a great space to I feel like bar rescue. Pull back the books. <laughs> <laughs> or open the doors, crack open the books, all that, you know. So it's really a great time to figure out really, truly what works for you and what areas need improvement. But with a loving eye, um, with a loving um, intention, with respect, and really just the intention to, to do better overall. So, and why you need to do it now? Because, well, one is, why not start now? Two is, time is something that can easily elude us. I mean, I I can't even (laughs) begin to believe at times how old I am, how long I've been at a certain place, how long I've known people. This time, well, not this time, but a week ago, last year, I was returning from Iceland. I'm like, wait a minute, a year went by already when I was in Iceland? What? So whenever we think, oh, that's something I can do tomorrow, six months from now, really make sure that is something that you can plan out for. Similar to, in speaking to my entrepreneurs here, when we're planning a launch, right? Okay, you want to launch in June. All right, then what do you need to do starting in April? Do you need to start prepping people, you know, talking about certain things, even people who aren't entrepreneurs looking, you're looking to buy a home in August. Okay. Well, what should you be doing right now? That's what you want to do at at a later date. Now these are extreme cases, you know, on, on a larger scale, but it's something, 
if it's something you can do right now, just do it. So when a question pops up of why you need to do it now, that's exactly why, because a month can easily pass by. I mean, all right, here we are. It's February 31, 30, 31 plus days already have passed. Okay. So let's look at a few things. What's working for you? Really, truly be honest with yourself. What's working for you? What are the things you're doing right now that's really working for you? Is it um, going to networking events, happy hour, where, you know, maybe one day a week you attend happy hour and it just works. You get to meet cool people. Uh, it's it's time for you to just unwind. It's like a um, a treat for you. What's working in your life? relationships, your job, what's working in your life? But be honest, I mean, I have seen so many times about people, and a lot of times it's more women than men who I tend to see this with, where they don't listen to their intuition and they convince themselves that something's working when it's really not. And by working, I don't mean 30% of the time is working, like, oh, excuse me, oh, he helps me sometimes or sometimes he's around, but he's really busy. I get it. Unless he is, okay, here's an example. Your significant other is in their residency program. Yes, of course, you're not going to see them. Different. Don't get that confused with someone who's just not making time for you. Okay, it's a difference. All right, so What's working for you in your life? Make a list. Well, actually, you can go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash 192, and you can download that uh, checklist to help you out. So that way you can keep track of everything. I'm sorry, 193. So it's tiamariejohnson.com forward slash 193, not 192. 192 is episode uh, Ask Tia, part one. So tmariejohnson.com forward slash 193. Number two, what's not working for you? Okay, and again, it's something else to be honest. What just is not taking off? And I get some things take time. So if you have been tweaking and, you know, adding certain things, getting rid of certain things, that's okay. What I'm talking about are things like a job situation. It's just not working. You don't see the growth there. Uh, it's just not a good environment. And I don't want you to think, oh, well, Tia said it's not working, so I should just quit my job. No, have an exit strategy. You know, start applying to other places of employment or maybe you know if you have money saved you know to help cover your expenses you're thinking about starting your own business you can you know see if you can quit your job to start your business sometimes it works for people sometimes it doesn't but you have to be honest with yourself and look at your finances and and 
take a look and see if you need health care and things like that. And then you can make that determination. Well, not, no, everyone does need some form of health care, even if it's a simple checkup, because that's important. You never know. You know, your body changed with age, but you really need to figure out what's not working and what you can do to change that. But always have a strategy. I would never encourage someone to just quit. That doesn't make sense on so many levels. So always have something lined up, ready to go before you do anything. It's just, unless it's something really extreme, like, uh, I don't know, like, like sexual harassment, like I cannot go to that job anymore, no way, no how, totally. But I'm not talking about extreme cases. I'm talking about when it's not working because there's no growth, because, um, you know, you just can't get along with the workers because they have their own little clique going on there. You know, things like that, all right? Uh, who are the power players in your life? So in my second book, How to Get to the Point in Your Life, I talk about three groups of people. And I'll break them down because this is very important. Group number one is the group of people who want you to succeed no matter what. They're rooting for you 100% all the time. They are there for you. They'll help you. Any way they can, whatever resource they can provide you, that's what they'll do. Some people will show up and help you at events, help you to move, help you, you know, just different areas, how, how they can help. Sometimes they'll send clients your way, whatever the case may be. The second group of people are the group of people who want you to succeed but not to surpass them. This is the most dangerous group, people, because these are the people who will – pretend that they want you to be happy who will say they will show up but they will flake out practically a hundred percent of the time they will downplay your successes they will question you like you sure you want to do that when they know you should be doing that but they'll say are you sure i don't know dangerous you can only have minimum success with them and the third group of people are people who don't want you to succeed at all, but at least you know that, (laughs) you know, so you got to be able to place these people in these categories. You know, sometimes you can't avoid certain people, you know, say it's your aunt who doesn't want you to succeed. I mean, sometimes you you can't, they're family members. You're going to see them on Thanksgiving. You're going to see them at Christmas. Sometimes you can't avoid certain people. And I get that. You can minimize the conversation with them. You don't have to tell them your business. Hello, good day, bye, boom. But you have to put these people in the category because now you know what to expect from these people. You know how to address these people. And you know that you can grow. You know, so you you know that once you figure out who these people are, you can act accordingly. Your emotions will remain intact because you're not giving your attention to someone who doesn't care about you or doesn't care as much about you. You already know. So you know you don't have to answer when they call. You know, like, oh, I know that they don't really want anything. That can wait. 
you know, but if it's someone who's for you 100%, you're like, hey, what's going on? You don't really care what it is. It could be something like, oh, I, I spilled my, my latte and I just need to tell someone I know it's stupid. You're like, oh, yeah, I know. And then you might find some relatable story that no one really cares about, but you guys are bonding over a spilled latte, okay? So, you know, you got to find out. You, you got to determine who these power players are. Because this can make or break whatever you're doing. It's almost all too easy for people to step into your life and start to say what you should, shouldn't be doing, trying to put a, a, an idea to, to that you should second guess yourself. It's too easy for that to happen. It's so easy because some people are just really good at pretending that they care. Are you sure you should be spending that much money on, you know, and you, you got to trust the vibes. That's totally different than, I feel like you get a better quote for that. It, it just seems like they're overcharging you. You see the two vibes difference there? Should you really be spending that money? Are you sure you should be doing that? I don't know, man. I feel like they're just charging too much. Did you check with two other people? Actually, let me ask my friend because she did something similar totally different vibes know the difference get acquainted with it and do not apologize for trusting your vibes sometimes the truth comes out a year later two years later it doesn't matter all you know is that you dodge that okay so again who are the power players in your life who are the people that you could not imagine yourself without are you displaying enough gratitude, number four? This is so important. I mean, if there's anything that I would say is the cornerstone to success, enlightenment, advance, advancement of anything, it would be displaying gratitude, 100% gratitude. Like, that needs to be in your arsenal at all times. Just Gratitude for this, gratitude for that, gratitude, boom, 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 gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Like just spray it everywhere, get gratitude glitter, and just start throwing it all over the place. <laughs> okay, I'm so serious though, for real. Because gratitude is you saying to the universe, thank you, I'll have some more. Really, it is. Gratitude is you saying, yes. Gratitude is you acknowledging not just one thing, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm so glad that I made it to work on time today because the, the roles were just so crazy. It was backed up. It's not just about that. It's the whole gambit. It's I'm grateful that I'm alive and well today. I'm grateful that I have people who care about me. I'm grateful that I took that chance and now I'm doing so much better. I'm grateful that I have a home. I'm grateful that I have heat. I'm grateful that I have water. I'm grateful that I can walk, that I can talk, that I can communicate, that I, that I love, that I do this and I do that, that I can afford a bottle of soda because soda tax is just crazy now. It's, it's, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And the more you dis display gratitude, the more abundant you become, the more you will receive in prosperity. It is just like magic, guys. So 
how often are you displaying gratitude and what are you grateful for? Okay, how often are you displaying gratitude and what are you grateful for? Okay, next. Uh, Before I get to that, in case you missed it, get your life audit checklist at tmariejohnson.com forward slash 193. Because I said 92 earlier by mistake, 193. tmariejohnson.com forward slash 193. All right, so uh, five, how are you treating yourself? This is all about quality of life. All right, so you can't have a life audit without checking if whether or not you're treating yourself right. So it's the whole inward, outward type of thing. So what's your quality of life like? Okay. How are you loving yourself? How are you holding space for yourself? Are you exercising? Are you, you know, getting the blood pumping, moving, as they say? Okay. What are you enjoying? Are you holding space where you can have dinner with some friends once a month? Uh, Are you just having candid conversations over coffee at Starbucks? Are you just walking around with your friends because you just, you know, you just enjoy their company. You can just talk about nothing. Are you guys driving and it's in complete silence and that's still okay because it's a beautiful thing. How are you treating yourself? What's your quality of life? Are you happy? Are you happy? It's okay if you don't feel happy sometimes. You know, sometimes people confuse being depressed with just not being where they want to be. You know, and I'm no expert in that area of, you know, when people are depressed. But what I do know is at a basic level, people confuse these terms or they say it without uh, regard. You know, it's just like you're not OCD you just like a clean house, you know, or you just like an area to be clean. And I, I just don't like when people go, I know, I'm just OCD. Like, no, you're not just OCD, okay? That is a real condition. You know, that, that that's a real issue. You just like things a certain way. That's it. Just stop. That's it. You're not depressed. That is a serious thing. You're not depressed. You're just at a stage in your life. You are experiencing a moment that you'd rather not be in and you feel pretty sad about it. You don't know what to do. Okay. But you're not depressed. That's, that's a whole nother level. All right. So let's be clear about that. Let's start to learn more about our feelings instead of using terminology to describe something that's on a different level. Okay. So That's what I have to say about that at the most basic form. That's what I know. All right, so what's your quality of life? And if you're not happy, why? Okay, and this is really a conversation between you and spirit, you and your higher self. No one has to know about this, you know, and you can even talk to a therapist, a licensed therapist, Okay, and talk about this. So there's no shame here. There's no need to hide. You know, I even has expressed this on other episodes where, you know, if you are concerned about someone reading 
what you want to write down. You can always lock it on your phone. So there's a note section. Now I have an, an, an Apple iPhone. So I don't know how it is on your other phones, but I know that you can lock your notes on your phone. Okay. On uh, with Microsoft Word, I, I used to have an HP. You were able, I was able to lock documents. Okay, like with a password. I don't know if you can do that with the pages on Apple. You had to Google that, do some research. I don't have a need to lock it, lock my documents now because my computer is password protected. I don't take it anywhere. When I was in college, I had an HP, and sometimes I would let people use it while I was still around, like not take it home. They would use it while I was sitting there. And I didn't want people reading my stuff, so I would lock documents. Um, so just 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 look into that. So if you are concerned where you're just like, oh, I want to write stuff down, but I don't want to leave my journal around. I have kids or whatever. Go digital. <laughs> or if you have like a, a safe, you know, in, in your house, write in your journal, lock it in a safe. All right. And then, then you can take what you wrote to the therapist and you can just say, hey, I listened to this awesome lady named Tia. She's totally cool. And, and she has this life audit checklist that I wrote on and here are my results. Let's talk about it. All right. Uh, are you working at a place you love? Now, I touched on this earlier. So if you are not somewhere you want to be, have a strategy. That's really what it's all about. It's always about having a strategy and then following through and tweaking it along the way if it doesn't work out, okay? Uh, Number seven, what do you do on your free time? Do you make time for yourself? Now, this goes back to the quality of life, and I wanted to separate that a little bit here because I want to make sure that you are finding moments to yourself throughout the day, every day. So in episode 191, I talked about my visualization ritual in the morning before I talk to anyone. That's the time I had to myself. Now, I do not have children. However, when my nieces come over and they stay over, I watch them. One's a night owl, and we just have all these conversations. And the other one is not a night owl, but she does get up early. She does not wake me up. Sometimes I'm up before her. Sometimes she's up before me. And sometimes she will, if my eyes open, she'll come over and go, can we go eat now? Can I use the tablet? I do not let her get on the tablet right away, FYI. I tell her, no, (laughs) you will not wake up to get on the tablet, okay? So, um, you know, make time for yourself throughout the day. Even if you have to lock yourself in your bathroom and just do it. So here's what I do. Whenever one of my nieces spend a night, and it just so happens to be a night where I had to interview someone on my podcast or I'm being interviewed. I tell her, I say, Harmony, I am going upstairs for a few minutes to record a podcast. I, I talked to her just like this to record a podcast. I'll be right back down. Okay. She go, okay. Here's the funny thing, right? So one day my other niece was here in my office and they love sitting on the floor. I think as kids, I was like, that. I just sit on the floor and I want to sit in a chair. So she's sitting on the floor and she has one of her little toys and I go, okay, Hazel, I'm going to start writing now. Well, typing. I said, I'm going to start to type now. You can stay up here if you want, but I'm going to type. She, she looks at me and she goes, but where's your coffee? So <laughs> they already know. <laughs> I put them on notice, but that's funny because kids are observant, okay? So she just knows. I have 
my Keurig. I put the little K cup in there. I have my little coffee mug warmer. They already know. It's hilarious. So I know also every child's different. All right, some kids, you can let them know. Some kids, you can say, all right, keep the TV down low. I'm gonna, Mommy's going to work over here. Daddy's going to work over here. Totally get it. It's different for each kid. All right, but if you can do that, you can explain to, explain to them, hey, I'm going to do this. Mommy needs a little bit of time. You know, watch TV, read a book. Do not bother me for a little while, and now I'll come right back to you. That works, Okay. But also, if it doesn't, you know, your kid's like, no, I want to be around you, you know, then you might have to leave the house and, and find other ways for you to have moments to yourself, you know. Schedule, you just have to schedule it ahead of time. Some of my, my friends who have children uh, ages, oh gosh, I think she's 12, 12 to like three years old, they they schedule time ahead of time, you know, like, hey, I'm going out with Miss Tia and some ladies and, you know, it's, it's all scheduled. So make sure that you make time for yourself because otherwise you'll be annoyed. I went through that a few years back, especially when I started my business. It was just, you know, work, 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 gym, go sleep for a couple of hours, start all over again. But I really didn't do anything that was fun. You know, it was it was a crazy period of time. And I get annoyed because there's no tea of time. So make sure you have, you know, your time. Uh, number eight, the final one, I believe, hold on, let me scroll down on my notes here. Yeah. Number eight, what's missing or needs improvement. Now here's the thing. When I say missing, please do not get this, uh, misconstrued with a deep lacking because of fill in a blank thing. And I say this because I see this often with women who are over, 30 years old, they start to panic. Actually, I've seen this in the early 20s where women who are not in a relationship start to panic. They feel like they're never going to meet the one, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, there are people who get married in their 70s. You know, so I mean, when I say what's missing, I do not mean for you to go and find a person and try to make it work. That's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is, ask yourself a question. What's missing? Like, What's an element that's missing? i give you an example. Before I found spirituality, so I would have these visions. I would know things before it happened. I had prophetic dreams, all that. Early childhood, young adult years, all that. I never knew what it was called, never knew what it was called, okay? But again, having all these premonitions, things like that, talked to my grandmother about it. I always felt like something was, not always. As I became a young adult, I just felt like something was missing. I told my best friend at the time, I remember this vividly, I was standing at a bus stop and I was on a phone with her and I said, I feel like something's missing, but I don't know what. I have an active social life. I have a nice paying job, but something's missing. And it was spirituality. I hadn't put it together at the time because I just didn't know. I didn't know. But unfortunately, when my grandparents passed away, that's when I started diving into reading more, you know, and, and started to learn about spirituality. And then I had this aha moment that's like, that's it. And then I felt complete. So what I'm saying is 
start reading, start watching videos, just start somewhere if you feel like something's missing. Sometimes it's a trip somewhere, trip to a different state, to a different country. Sometimes it's trying a, a class, a dance class, a yoga class, you know, trying boxing. Sometimes you just got to just try a bunch of things until you figure out that's it, that's it, and it'll lead you to something else, and it'll lead you to something else, and it'll lead you to something else. So do it that way, all right? And then also, uh, what needs improvement? So what I mean by that is, what's good that you can make great? Because sometimes when we're good at something, we get a little comfortable, and sometimes when we get comfortable, we get lazy. It's become second nature to us. We don't really hold it with the same regard anymore. So what are some areas that can use improvement? Maybe it's just like, oh, let me remodel the kitchen because it's just, it's a little stagnant. It's been like that for a little while. Maybe it's time for a new wardrobe, you know, like, oh, you know, my clothes started to lose its elasticity. You know, maybe it's just time to just, you know, you know, just update my wardrobe, just, you know, little, little things here and there. Sometimes it's just the minor tweaks that we need. That's all. So that's what I have for you, ladies and gentlemen, spiritual trailblazers. Okay, I really hope that was helpful for you because this is important. We really need to look at ourselves. Of course, there are like tons more things I could add to this list, but it's not really about how many numbers I can add on a list. It's about starting somewhere, unraveling, and moving on, you know, just figuring out what really works and take it from there, you know, just, just be in a proactive state as often as possible. Okay. So be kind to yourself. Make sure you download that checklist, tmariejohnson.com forward slash 193. Now I'm sending you many blessings. I am rooting for you. Okay. Much love. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.